This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks for being with us this morning. Well, you might not have heard about this, but there has been a move to bring in changes to provincial law, and the changes would give first responders better access to various treatments for post-traumatic stress disorder and other mental health conditions as well, something that we see in an increased amount when it comes to first responders. However, BC Nurses, the BC Nurses Union, wasn't brought into the fold on this, wasn't part of this group. And Christine Sorensen, who is the acting president of the BC Nurses Union, joins us on the line now to talk a bit more about this. Christine, thanks so much for being with us. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, What are the concerns of the Nurses' Union as far as uh, these changes when it comes to first responders and uh, PTSD? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that we're really quite pleased that this legislation has come out for first responders. What we are disappointed is, is that it doesn't extend to nurses, primarily because this doesn't allow nurses to access the faster treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder that we know that nurses suffer also uh, in the course of their duties. Uh, was there any reason given or as to why nurses weren't included? Uh, well, I've heard from the minister that they needed more data, uh, which surprises me because we did provide a lot of evidence and data to the ministry. Uh, in fact, WorkSafe claims have been provided that show that nurses account for nearly 12% of all mis- mental disorder claims or over 10% of all claims registered for PTSD. And in fact, in 2016, we know 76 nurses that's uh, about six a month, were registered, had registered claims for PTSD. So the data is there, the information is there, and we don't understand why the nurses were not included. And how difficult is it to, to, to get the treatment or to get the options, or how much is it, was it needed that these changes be brought in to get, to get people better access? Well, I think a simple way to explain it is if a nurse is injured uh, at point of care by perhaps a very violent patient, uh, their arm is dislocated, but they're quite traumatized for it, WorkSafe will accept their physical claim injury, so they will get treatment for their shoulder, they may get surgery, all of the things that are required. Unfortunately, the mental illness that comes from that, the post-traumatic stress, is not accepted and they have to prove it. And so they they may have to go through a number of assessments before they're accepted that, yes, what happened at work caused you mental illness or mental distress or post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, That's the concern we have, is access to this legislation allows nurses earlier treatment options, which would get them healthier, back to work quicker, and able to help our um, you know, struggling healthcare system, which just doesn't have enough nurses in it as we have now. And as it stands then, with the changes then, if they, the, the changes made then for, for first responders, such as paramedics, firefighters, police officers, uh, they no longer then would have to prove that the mental illness or the post-traumatic stress was caused by work? No, that's the whole nature of the presumptive legislation. It's presumed that your post-traumatic stress disorder is a result of something that occurred at work. And we know that nurses are routinely exposed to trauma during their job, through their jobs, um, particularly, you know, they're providing care in, in a variety of different settings, acute, residential, and community-based settings, and the things that they're exposed to on a daily basis um, certainly uh, would make them as eligible as our colleagues, uh, the first responders. Uh, it does seem, seem that way, uh, for sure. Is it is it because nurses work in a work environment, whereas the other first responders seem to be more out in the communities, or or is it is it impossible to kind of draw that line or figure out why they're put in different categories? 
well, it is. It, it, we question it too. We don't quite understand why uh, nurses work in community-based settings uh, just as much as the other first responders. They work in the downtown east side of Vancouver too. They work in rural and remote areas. Um, they certainly are the recipients of the same clients that are often uh, delivered by paramedics to the hospitals. Um, so we don't quite understand it either. We do know that other provinces have um, included nurses, and we were hoping that BC would take the lead on this um, and follow along. Any indication that they might take a second look at this or that there are possible changes to be made? Well, we have been told that once the legislation passes, they will consider other subgroups. Um, the concern I have with that is which subgroups and when will that actually happen? Um, they say that they can add them at a later date, but nurses have been waiting a very long time uh, to be recognized for their post-traumatic stress disorder uh, illnesses also, uh, and we really can't wait any longer. Um, and you, you mentioned, too, that uh, there, there is a shortage and that nurses are, are very much needed. Would this legislation, do you think, if it did apply to nurses, would it lead to faster treatment as far as getting nurses back onto the job if they are, if they are off the job because of, of something like you mentioned, a traumatic incident, uh, an injury, uh, and, and the, the stress that's brought on from that? Absolutely. Uh, we have nurses who are still trying to prove their PTSD claim, and it's been, up, it's been nearly two years. Uh, and these nurses are off work. These are nurses who've worked in some of our critical care areas, like an ICU, where they've seen some traumatic, traumatic deaths. Um, and so, yes, uh, having nurses get access to this kind of treatment earlier um, allows them the ability to return back to the care that they so, so much love to do and the, and the work they do uh, will directly improve their quality of life, the well-being of their families. But ultimately, it assists with the sustainability of the healthcare system. Uh, we get nurses back to work quicker. And how I would imagine, too, it adds to the stress. If you're injured at work, if you're off work for the physical injury, like you said, if you then have to prove that uh, that you also have post-traumatic stress or you're, you have this other condition as well, uh, I would imagine that, that all that compounds and adds to it. Very much. Uh, I've talked to nurses who've been trying to uh, uh, seek this claim and be able to be approved for this. Uh, we do provide support through our office uh, to nurses who are doing this, but it's extremely distressful and you know and disheartening uh, to be to be made to believe that you're lying uh, or be discounted that what the event that you went through uh, was as serious or that you could have prevented it or why don't you um, cope because this is just a part of your job. Um, violence in healthcare, the trauma we experience. Uh, nurses know these things happen. Uh, certainly, the violence we don't we don't appreciate at all. Uh, but we know these things happen. But we need support and we need help to be able to continue in the work that we do. Uh, these people that I speak to care an enormous amount about their patients. They just want to go back to work, but they're really suffering. What do you do at this point uh, then, other than wait for the legislation and hope for uh, possible changes after? Well, we're not waiting for the legislation in the sense that the legislation hasn't passed and we understand that there are possi there's a possibility it can be amended. Uh, we're very pleased to um, know that Dr. Andrew Weaver is going to propose an amendment uh, to include nurses in this legislation. We're asking all nurses in this province, as well as uh, patients, families, uh, other people who are interested in this issue to contact their MLA and say that nurses need to be included in the PTSD legislation. A simple phone call or an email to your MLA could make all the difference for a nurse. 
All right. We'll leave it there. Christine, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.